All right, how's it going, everyone? I'm Mark. I'm Ian. And this is the Uncaped Crusaders Review. This week, we're back with Batman the Animated Series. we got three episodes we're going to tackle today, and um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm going to really enjoy talking about these episodes. Um, See No Evil, Beware the Grey Ghost, and Prophecy of Doom. we got several different types of episodes, and uh, I, think it's, I, I think it's actually a pretty good mix of episodes to talk about. Yeah, uh, uh, this is awkward. <laughs> yeah... Oh boy! Uh, Didn't watch so any I, of them, did you? No, I watched uh, the Adam West show by mistake. <laughs> that's how. <sighs> that's how freaking much of a week this has been. I was like, no, 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 we're on the Adam West, we're on the uh, Catwoman episodes. No, uh, no, we're not. <laughs> we did False Face last week. Oh, that, oh my God, that's that's how, dude. That's how long this week has been. I thought that was two weeks ago. Ah. <sighs> uh. All right, folks. Well. We don't know what we're talking about this week. <laughs> oh boy, I dropped the ball on this one. Oh, uh, it'll be all right. I'll I'll walk you through it. You've seen them all. Um, I I have. That's true. Yeah. You'll be able to follow along. We're still talking That's about right. those. Even hey, it's fine. <laughs> I didn't watch the Two Face episodes back when we did that, so it'll be. Uh, it'll I feel be, like this is worse. <laughs> nah, it'll be fine. Um, at least you would show to watch. <laughs> at least what? Or not watch, I guess. Oh, At least you knew yeah. which one not to watch. Yeah, that's 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 true. But it it'll be okay. It'll be okay. I'm excited to talk about them with or without Ian. So I mean, um, I'll still be here. But I have a much I have a much higher appreciation for both of those episodes. Obviously, I don't need to say that about Beware the Great Ghost because it's one of the best episodes in the whole show. But the other two, I have a newfound respect for both of them after rewatching them again. So okay, um, they're two episodes I always consider to be weaker episodes. And while they're still definitely not near the top, I have more of a respect for at least some things that they do. Um, We've had a couple like that where we have like newfound respect for them after rewatching them. Well, the biggest thing, I mean, we'll get into it in the back half of the episode, but th- there's so much more adult than oh. uh, than I I gave them credit for. So yeah. Uh, but anyway, we'll we'll get into that a little bit later on. But we got a bunch of other stuff to get to first. We're gonna talk movie swap in just a second. Um, we'll talk about movies that we've seen. Um, Ian's seen none. I'm pretty much already sure I, I of have, that. I have. Uh, oh, okay. Well, perfect. Perfect. We'll get to that. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. We'll talk Oscars and, oh, um, God. Yeah. let's, let's talk a little, there's not a lot of Batman. There's really no Batman news. Um, not yet. it's, you know, the filming has kind of started. I think the main filmings will start in February. Mm-hmm. Um, it look, I, I, it looks like Glasgow is going to be where they're doing principal Glasgow. photography. That's yeah, where they're set up, uh, like yeah, where the yeah. base is. So um, that's pretty cool. I, I, I just like, I feel like that's a good Gotham City look. Like just, just the town the, the town and everything looks like it fits that kind of art deco style of uh, Gotham City, which we haven't quite seen yet in the live action. Other than, I guess, if you count the, the made up uh, Tim Burton original, which is awesome. Sure. Uh, the first movie is Gotham City, which was made all from scratch on sound stages, is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. But no, really, since then, we haven't really seen that type of look. So I think Glasgow fits into that, and I'm excited for that. Yeah, like, I mean, the architecture itself has a lot of Gothic inspiration, so it works right. out perfectly. But yeah, apparently, 
they're they're doing a, a, a scene with the Batmobile soon, so we hopefully yeah. should get our first look. Although I would nice. think like any big movie, you would want to release like an actual photo before like the crappy you know on set leaked photos get like you, you want think. people's first first view of the Batmobile to be like. I mean, hey, as much as we hate Zack Snyder, the first reveal of the Bat costume in the Batmobile was great. It was great. It was. Yeah. It was. Um, it's still yeah. the best Bat costume we've seen. So um, No doubt. No doubt. You know, so we're all excited about that. Hopefully we get some of that news coming soon. But that's really all going on with the Batman. I mean, there was the thing with Zoe Kravitz first talking about Catwoman. But, I mean, it's not anything new. It's just that, you know, she'd start training, obviously. Um, I think she's gonna have short hair because I know she cut her hair. Yeah, um, I mean, but that's I mean uh, that's fine. There's been Catwoman with short hair plenty of times. No, I don't mind. Comics, like yeah, so. in, a, in a couple of the comics and games, like it's worked. But yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. So that that that's fine. But um, yeah. So we'll hopefully have more of that within the next few weeks. Um, uh, Crisis and Infinite Earths finished, which I still didn't realize it was going on because it started I I... on December eighth. It's gone on for a while, yeah. So I didn't realize they just stopped for like a month. Did they? Yeah, in between. There's only five episodes. That's what I thought. So, like, yeah, when I saw it was still going, I was like, what? Yeah, so they did, like, like, the first three, and then they just didn't do any for, like, a month. That's dumb. And then did the others. So, um, that's weird. But apparently everyone's freaking out because Barry Allen. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, DC Movies, Ezra Miller, Flash, made a cameo, and so that freaked everyone out, which... It, they really just threw everything out as far as really this goes. Did. They're just like, you know what? Everything's connected. They even connected something else. I don't remember what it was. Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah, they did that. But they connected because they've already connected um, some other things. And then they connected the movies. They connected something else. Hmm. I don't remember what it was. I remember there was something where yeah. they – basically how like all – oh, yeah, uh, uh, um, Doom Patrol. They, they, oh yeah they, yeah, they did it as well. So they did. They basically combined now DC Universe, the movies, and the CW shows all together. Which, to be honest, that's fine. Like that's that. There's sure. you know why not? That sounds great. I mean, I don't care about any of it. But well, should have done it from the start. But yeah, yeah, it would have been better if they had done that. And I I hate this Flash because Ezra Miller is not any type of Flash I've ever seen before. No. Um, he's definitely not a Barry Allen. No. So. uh Anyway, so I don't care. I, I mean, no. I, it's kind of cool because it's yeah. just so different, and we've no one in a million years ever thought, you know, it wasn't even on anyone's mind. So, I mean, no. good for them for that because, cause, I, I mean, we've been saying for years it's stupid that they keep, you know, so many things separate or don't use costume, you know, all that stuff. And, and at this point, or, DC's just thrown all that out, and I think that's a step in the right direction. Now we just need to actually get stuff that's, you know, e- you know remotely decently made. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm like, because we, we talk about how stupid it, it's been for them to have competing versions of same characters, yeah. like the Flash and other stuff. So yeah, but this I mean, is a perfect way to do it because they're we've already, yeah. you know, in both DC and Marvel, they've already done multiverse thing, whatever, and who cares, you know? Exactly. But yeah, yeah. Hopefully, it's a step in oh, the right we'll direction. Oh, we'll confuse the public. Who gives a crap? No, I mean that's been the great thing about the MCU and stuff like this. It, it shows that like how much audiences are willing to like follow and keep up with stuff, and it's like you know an engaging level of filmmaking that people have never or storytelling that people haven't seen before and mm-hmm. it's, it clearly works yeah no definitely it's not too much yeah so that's so. that's a good thing yeah and I'm, I'm just looking at some of the pictures they have here that is just the worst supergirl outfit i've ever seen in my life oh dude like almost all the costumes are terrible i feel like no i think i think most of the costumes are fine but yeah. that's super it's just it's just the superman outfit 
Yeah. But it looks bad. And and she has little finger holes on the sleeves for her thumbs. Yeah. It it's just so bad how they're like, Oh, we can't have any girl anything. So they had to scrap the actual supergirl suit and gave her like pants and the Superman outfit and it just looks terrible. Um of course. it's bad. Um anyway, so that happened. Don't care, but it's still cool. Uh, another thing that I, huh? Did I see something that Oliver Queen died, I guess? Because I guess Stephen Amell is... Oliver Queen died in, like, the first episode or the second episode. Yeah, the the second episode or something of it. Like, I watched him die and I didn't care. And then apparently he came back as Spectre at some point. Yeah, that's what I figured. But I don't know anything about it. I know they're replacing him with a girl, a girl Green Lantern or Green Arrow, and I've already started that show. Yeah, that's what the Canaries. Yeah, who cares? Don't care. Um. Another thing I didn't, I don't care about, but I find found myself caring more about, even though I don't want to, is Birds of Prey. Oh. Um, they keep showing this trailer before all these movies that I go see, and every time I watch it, I'm just like, Ewan McGregor is in it. Every time, I'm just like, I don't care. This isn't made for me. Like, I'm fine with it being made. I think it's going to be unique and different, and I think all that's good for superhero uh-huh. movies. I don't care. But every time I see Ewan McGregor, I'm just like... I like Ewan McGregor. <laughs> oh, he's, he, I love him. I and, mean, like, he's a... and he looks like he's going to be great. He looks like he's having so much fun as oh, this oh, weird black is. mask, whatever it is. It's not Ish. It's not even black mask, but I don't know. I don't know. I mean, black mask, I guess, was always kind of weird. But it just I'm just looking at him. And I was like, I, I, I want to just see him. Like, if I could just cut the whole movie out and just watch him. Oh, I would definitely watch that. For so sure. so I'm, I'm starting to. to tilt in that direction just just to see him which is kind of annoying but um uh only other thing super related really apparently there's a bunch more people gonna join titans apparently barbara gordon is gonna join and roy harper for season three so uh don't care that's all i wanted to say about that and uh uh so this just goes hand in hand with the oscars because the joker was nominated 11 times more than any other movie and i think that's even dumber than black panther getting nominated for best picture it is. It sucks because like you and I are like caught in no man's land between like the two warring sides on the Joker. Because like you got the right. side of like people I like, people like Mauler ninety three on on YouTube is really good. He loves this movie. I'm like, yeah, damn it. Doomcock and, does too. Doomcock and like uh, and like a lot of people. Jeremy are, like, Johns you know, love it. I, I love exactly. It, yeah. And a lot of them kind of prop this movie up as like this important kind of fu to the whole social political message that's been taking over movies. Like. Okay, I like it in that sense. But I don't right. like it as a movie. Right, then and have... then all the detractors are all like, "Oh, it's toxic, yeah. toxic this," and it's like, exactly. Uh, I, I, I agree, but I, but I don't agree, and so yeah. I don't agree with anybody. No. Um, it, it's so it's it, so mediocre. It's it's just the most other than Joaquin's performance. It's the only notable thing about it. I it's feel like. the only thing of note. Period. Yeah. That that's it. It's yeah. just the most unremarkable movie i've ever yeah, seen the two i mean like i knew they were gonna nominate for best picture as like just to throw away like all right give the the hungry masses at least one nomination they've seen although i think this year's uh list There's of several best it's it's a i think it's a pretty good list yeah i think best picture is good you got you know four verse ferrari which of yes. course won't win but then you've got 1917 once yep. upon a time yeah so, you have jojo rabbit jojo rabbit was amazing little yeah, women was good yeah. Um, I yeah, haven't seen *Marriage Story* or *Parasite*, but I've heard nothing but good things about both of those. I just don't have okay. it. I would have seen *Parasite*. It never came to the theater right next to me, and I wasn't right. going to drive across the city to see it. But I would have seen it if it came to this AMC. And I, I it's one that I did want to see, 
but it just never came here. And then Marriage Story has just not appealed to me whatsoever. Yeah, like every I, I, like I hear it's good and everything, but everything I hear about it or any clip I see about it, I'm like, look, I respect all this. I just don't care. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and see that this uh, this weekend since I have a long weekend and finally have some downtime. Yeah. I'll see if I can if I can do. My sister saw it; she liked it, but you know it, it frustrated her. But I'll I'll give it a shot. But yeah, and then the yeah, Irishman, I have no desire to see. I just oh god, I don't just don't, don't give me. I just answer. don't. So I, I've seen most of these movies, and we'll yeah, probably bad. see Parasite at some point. But don't know if I'm gonna watch Marriage Story and then Irishman. But that's not bad. Out of all these nominations, only three I haven't seen. So yeah, between the two of us, hopefully eventually we'll have seen all of them. Between yeah, so you that's and that that's pretty good. Um, yeah, the only uh, I'd say the only I mean. Going back to Joker, like the the big two that stand out to me is the joke is adaptive screenplay because the screenplay is terrible. It's it's it's, it's so, not it's terrible. Yeah, it, it's one of the worst parts of the movie. But then also, I think the big snub is the freaking Todd Phillips being nominated for director over that over Greta no Gerwig. Yeah, it's like I, I no I, Greta Gerwig should have been nominated. Uh, she does a great job with Little Women. Yeah, because it, it's sister, very impressive. My sister saw Little Women and she loves the original one or the '90s one, and she even loved this one. It was like, yeah, it was great. So I can yeah, already tell yeah, her. My, she my sister it. loves the original one, and because of that, refuses to see the new one. I bet she'd like it if she saw it. Maybe, but she won't see it because she doesn't even see the '90s one. She she the oh, 40, wow. no the original one. She's oh. she loves a hipster. Yeah. And she no, my sister loves old movies like that. Um, but uh. Yeah, no, I agree. That that makes no sense. Uh, screenplay and director make absolutely no sense. How get out of here? The only thing it should have been nominated for was Joaquin Phoenix as lead actor. That's the only thing I'm okay with. Um, yeah, because then it also got nominated for costume design. I'm like, what? What costume? There's one costume. Even then, it's just a suit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just period. That's yeah, it. It's just a period it. piece, like every like, other movie. Every- like. Just go to Brooklyn, and you still have people who dress like that. Yeah, yeah. It it doesn't make any sense. Um. No. For me, uh, lead actor just seems like a, the whole thing doesn't really make any sense. Who who are the nominees for it's lead Antonio actor? It's Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory, which I don't even know what that is. I've heard about it. It's Leonardo weird. DiCaprio, Adam yeah. Driver, Joaquin yep. Phoenix, and then Jonathan Price for The Two Popes, which I have no desire to see either. Yeah, that that one's... That's I pretty feel like... weak. I mean, I'm glad Leo's in there. Oh, yeah, he definitely should be in there. And Joaquin yeah. Phoenix I'm fine with. And apparently Adam Driver's good in Marriage Story. I don't know yeah. anything about – I mean, I like Antonio Banderas, but I have yeah, the, no the, idea this is, about This is weird that. meta movie kind of, I think, foreign as well, and people love it. But I like uh, I heard about uh, it. I was okay. like, what? what, what? Um, well, uh, sure, whatever. Um, and then and then the two popes, it's like, yeah, I don't even know about lead that. Lead actress, I think, is a little bit better. You have uh, I don't know how to uh, Cynthia Ervo or Revo I don't know how to pronounce it's E R I V O it's it's from, uh, from Harriet and she's oh, phenomenal sure, sure. that movie yeah, was I've good it wasn't great I thought it was fine it, the movie itself did what it was supposed to do and I thought it did a good it was a good adaptation of a true story and I thought it did yeah. it, it was I thought it was historic pretty historically accurate and did a good job with that um she was great obviously they're just gonna throw in all of marriage story so scarlett johansson's in there of course um i don't know how to pronounce the the girl from little women i can't i can't pronounce her name Portia ronan yeah yeah she's she's great she's great in that uh then there's the throwaway one with charlie's throne and bombshell oh yeah nobody Um, cares no that's that's just a throwaway political crap 
yeah, even even in the crew didn't like that movie. Yeah, nobody cares. Uh, and then Renee Zellweger for Judy, which I thought about going to see, but then I never ended up seeing it. Uh, and I think she'll win. I think I think it's kind of a front runner for her. Um, yeah, yeah. Apparently, she's great. Um, as that so. Um, it's again, I, a movie movie that solely exists for that nomination. Right, 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 right. What, uh, yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> supporting actor, I think that's kind of a joke because there's two Irishmen in it. Uh, yeah, that's retarded. Al Pacino and Joe Pesci, which is terrible. Which uh, uh, I mean, maybe Al Al Pacino, but Joe Pesci, I, I didn't think was that good. And Anthony Hopkins, two popes again. I just not haven't seen it. Don't have no desire to see it. Love Anthony Hopkins, but just don't care. Sure. Uh, the other two I like, though. Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, even though he's not even a sporting actor. but no. So I think it's kind of unfair. And then Tom Hanks for Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, which is so weird that he's the sporting character. But he is, if you watch yeah, the movie. I, I remember seeing that, being confused. But, I mean, I think both those are great because Hanks is phenomenal in that. Of course. Um, that movie was just so nice. It was just so... Nice. I felt so good after seeing that movie. I don't have that it, was, very it was just a breath of fresh air. It it was great. I would highly recommend seeing that. Um, okay. and then Brad Pitt's. I I I mean, if Brad Pitt doesn't win, I don't think he's winning an Oscar. Ever. I, he might not. If he couldn't win for Moneyball in a garbage year, yeah, and then can't win for this when he's the only like not even supporting actor, not in the supporting actor category. I think I, I don't know what else to do. <laughs> as as long as one as long as one of them wins, I'll be happy. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, I if if, if Hanks won for that, I, I would be all right with that. No, like, I mean like if if Brad Pitt or or DiCaprio won for Once Upon a Time, I'd be happy. Like one of them has to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I I would I agree. Um, I, DiCaprio's not winning though. Um, I wish he was. I, I think he's I, not. He's not. I, I don't think best movie though. I know, but he's not winning for that. He's just I he's know. just not. It's, it's not a his shame, ear. but it's political. They're just not going to give it to him. Um uh supporting actress uh Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell, Laura Dern, Marriage Story, Scarlett Johansson is nominated twice, once for lead actress in Marriage Story and once for supporting actress in Jojo Rabbit. That's right. Uh Florence Pugh in Little Women and then Margot Robbie in Bombshell, which is the garbage one as well. Anything with Bombshell is is garbage and has yeah, no yeah. business being anywhere in here. Um Scarlett Johansson is great in Jojo Rabbit. Uh, again, Laura Dern, I, I I haven't seen Marriage Story. Kathy Bates is phenomenal in Richard Jewell. Of course. And Florence Pugh is great. She steals the movie in Little Women. Yeah, I feel like this is her year. I mean, for other reasons, but I feel like she should. The biggest, okay, the biggest thing I that makes no sense is how in the world, um, oh my gosh, what is what is the guy's name? Um. Well, one everyone everyone's all whining about uncut gems. Oh, right. um, which oh yeah, nothing. Wow. Which didn't get nominated for anything. Which wow. I was surprised about. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, because I I just did I did not like the movie what whatsoever. I just don't like the Safdie brothers movies. Um, right. I, I I get it. Like I get right. it. I, I you can't point to anything not done well. Like I. I just yeah, I think there's there's no story there and that's the point and yeah. therefore I don't care. Um, yeah, not for you. But I don't understand. And so, but but Adam Sandler is amazing in that movie. Yeah. He yeah, is like great. He, he it, it's like a Joaquin spot. Phoenix thing where I think he deserves to be nominated because he, even though I don't care and I don't think the movie's all any good, like he's great. Um, but I don't understand how in the world Paul Walter Hauser wasn't nominated for Best Actor for for uh, uh for oh, richard, richard jewel 
He is yeah. outstanding. That might be the best acting performance I saw all year. It, it's mean, it's spectacular. It's it's all political. Like it, it like if if you think about it, really, Ab Sandler, but also for how much like, traction he's getting for his performance, should have gotten a spot over Jonathan Price, or whatever from uh, the Two Popes. But it shows sure. you how a movie like Two Popes is campaigned so much stronger solely for Oscars mm-hmm. than this kind of weird movie out of nowhere like Hidden Gems or Uncut Gems or whatever. So, yeah, it just shows you how the Oscars really work. Yeah, but just Paul Walter Hauser is so good as Richard Jewell. I mean, oh, I he you. is him. Like, he... Yeah. Oh, it, it's so it's so good, and it's uh, it's just... It's, it's a shame. But Kathy yeah. Bates is amazing as well in that, and so uh, it's really nice that she got nominated for, yeah, for that because she's phenomenal. And then uh, director Todd Phillips, Martin Scorsese, Sam Mendes... Uh, Tarantino and then Bong Joon Ho. I think um, it's either Bong or Sam all the way. I don't think yeah. it's even close. Yeah, I don't. I don't see how in the world you can't give it to Sam Mendes. Sure. Don't understand. Same with cinematography. That shouldn't even be a guess. Oh no! If if anyone but Deacons wins, it will be a farce. Like, it makes no sense if anyone else try. wins. No. Um, I mean, Deacons should win every time he's freaking nominated. And he literally was nominated 13 times before he won, and should have won each time. But mm-hmm. at least he's won now. But he should win automatically again this year. And Screen- I haven't even seen the movie. Screenplay that'll be interesting. Um, you know, because you have Parasite. I don't see how 1917 was nominated for screenplay. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't know me. about screenplay. Yeah. Um. And then obviously, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Marriage Story, sure. and then Knives Out, which is annoying. Just that Ryan Johnson was nominated for an Oscar. Oh annoying. yeah, maybe that's um, yeah. I mean, again, that movie's it movie's good. Um, right. Not nothing against that movie. I don't. I don't it's know if it's that good. Movie. But yeah. uh, I mean, it's imp- it's an impressive screenplay just because so much is going on. I, mean, I still want to see it. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. Oh yeah, it's definitely worth watching. Um, adapted screenplay is interesting. Two Popes, Little Women, Just Mercy, Joker, Jojo Rabbit, and The Irishman. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I couldn't tell you with through through those. I don't, I don't think there's really a clear front runner. Little uh, Women, maybe I would say. Maybe, maybe. Um, I would pick Jojo Rabbit. That was a okay. great, great sure. movie. That was the funniest movie I saw all year. Um. But uh, I mean, no, those are the main things, I guess. Yeah, those are big ones. I mean, there's like, it's like I didn't, I didn't care about any animated movies. This no, year I mean, Pixar is just gonna clean up like they always do. Yeah, because there's nothing of note, so if it'll just go to Toy Story just by default. Um, Sweet. Yeah, and there's nothing really else that I'm really. And then uh, editing, I guess. Editing? Oh. How? Okay, 1917 was nominated for all this stuff, and it wasn't nominated for editing. That makes no sense. Because uh, it should win do, the editing and well, they'll cinematography. Do, they'll do a technicality where they're like, well, because it's supposed to be one shot. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. They're, they're, the, the Oscars can be it's, stupid. Did they fool them? It's not just no, of course two it's shots. Not. You, it's like a million of them. You, and yeah, they all have to be can. stitched perfectly together. There's no more yeah. impressive editing feat ever than making a movie not look edited. I know. I want, I'll be curious to see if they, did, if they nominated... Um, or if they did or didn't nominate Birdman, because Birdman was the same way where it was uh, supposed to look like one continuous right, right. shot. And so I guarantee that movie got nominated because I love that stupid movie. Yeah, movie was just fine. I hated that movie. It was just, it was just, it was fine. Um, 
But anyway, then, then yeah. there's obviously a lot of the other stuff, you know. Typical, uh, yeah. But, we'll you know, yeah, we'll see. It's an interesting. I, I didn't think it was too bad of a list. I thought they did, pretty, no. at, least, at least with Best Picture, I thought they did yeah. a good job. That's all that matters, part. really. Um, yeah. So, anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll see. see. We'll see what happens with that. All right. Uh, now, on to just a couple of movies that we've seen this week. I have only seen two new movies this week, not including Movie Swap. I Same. went to see 1917 <sighs> twice in back-to-back days, just like I did with Ford vs. Ferrari in a 24-hour nice. period. I saw it twice. And then I saw Just Mercy also. Um, I saw Just Mercy for the same reason why I saw Little Women, because all these reviews were so positive about it. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll go see it. Didn't really have much interest in it. And it was good. It was good. Um, Solid. Yeah, like I wouldn't see it again, but it, it was good. Like it, it did a great job of just building up this tension and just keeping it the entire movie. Like I've never like felt for a character in a movie more maybe than in that movie, like just from start to finish. Um, And it was such a great job of, you know, telling this true story, you know, about this just horrible injustice, but not just totally turning it into a giant, political message social yeah. justice warrior movie like yeah. Yeah, obviously that's that's a message in it because it's true but it, right. but it but it's a real story yeah they don't so, beat you over the head yeah because it because they don't need to because it's yeah. it's it's the true story so there, yeah, there's no and they kept it to that they didn't throw in anything else or, or yeah. do anything like they they kept the story and the story speaks for itself and i'm fine with that like that's sure that's fine and uh you know the story is interesting the acting's great. Michael B. Jordan's awesome. Like, he's just great. He is... Anything I see him in, he's just... He's he's awesome. I love watching him. Yeah, I agree. Um, he's bona fide leading man for sure. And um, big, big fan of him. Jamie Foxx, who I'm off and on with. Jamie Foxx annoys me because I know he's a great actor because I've seen it before. But he right. just does... He's, he's usually the person I like the least in movies that I see with him in. And, and yeah, it makes me even more angry because I'm like, I know you're good. So yeah. he's often cast wrong. That's the problem. That's that is a part. Yeah, that that's definitely a point of it. But in this he's perfect. Fantastic. Okay. Great, great performance by him. And a and surprisingly enough, Brie Larson's really good, too. She is. I mean, she's a good actress. I'm not going to act like she isn't. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. And so it was kind of nice to see her in a role where I'm like, OK, yeah, you're 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 good. Good, this good, is a, yeah, actress, a, role, a role that's good for her. She's not meant to be charismatic leading action heroes. Like, yeah. no. Mm-mm, no, th- this is this is right in her wheelhouse, and she does yeah. a good job. So, and e- e- everyone involved, uh, really good, really good job. Well done, movie. Very, very much by the numbers. Sure. Um, but but does a great job of keeping this tension up and making you really, really care about yeah. about these characters. Um, like you get so angry with stuff that's happening to them, and and every it's just it was really well done. So I enjoyed that. Um, 1917 is a freaking masterpiece, Ian. Mm. Have you seen it yet? No, I'm going to this weekend. I, I, oh, man. I'm, t- I'm tempted to wait because I want to see like an IMAX. Oh, who cares? Screen. Just see it in IMAX later. Like, Yeah, I don't, don't want to wait that long. Yeah, don't do not do that. Just see it and then see it again. Who cares? Yeah, I might do that. Uh, I went to go see it on uh, uh, sa- Saturday. Um, I don't remember when I saw it. Friday, maybe? Saturday. No, I saw it Saturday. 
and uh, I went to see it in Dolby Theater, and then nice. my my family wanted to go, uh, so I went back again the next day. Um, same same thing I did with Ford vs Ferrari, and it's it's just it's just it's great. It's amazing. It's amazing. I, I clearly um, can't wait to see it. You need to see it more than once because the first time you just kind of the just the way they shot it is so impressive and it's so no unlike bird i didn't notice birdman uh, like i know it was shot that way but it didn't draw my attention necessarily yeah. um this one totally does and it almost almost to i don't want to say detriment um but almost to a distractive quality yeah. where you sit there and then you see them do something and you're like how in the heck did they do that shot and then you sit there thinking right. about it for like a few minutes and you don't pay attention to what happens um so it's definitely good to watch multiple times because the sure. second time I could then watch for other stuff. Um, and I still have no idea how this in, I have no idea how this movie was filmed. It doesn't make yeah. any logical sense. There's a sure. shot where they're walking across, uh, cause they're going across no man's land, the two main characters and it's muddy and all this stuff. And there's all these, uh, uh craters, like yeah. craters filled with water and body parts and stuff. And so, and there's this, there's this huge one they have to cross to get to like the German bunker. And so the camera is obviously the camera always follows them and it follows them down the side of the crater. They then walk around the water to the left. The camera goes straight across the water following them and then goes up the other side through the barbed wire and then in, then like into the, the, the trench. And I have no idea how it happened. I'm sure a corridor crew will tackle that eventually. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense, Ian. It makes no sense. How did they get the camera following <laughs> them across the water? It did not That's... go around the water or anything. It just crossed straight across. And I don't know. Somehow they had to like cut to a crane shot or something. I don't. I have no idea how they did it. And it's one of the most That's impressive true. shots I'd ever seen. That's true movie making right there. It was brilliant. It is brilliant. The acting, those guys are phenomenal because they have to act the whole time because there's sure. no break. There's no cutting from one location to another. You just walk the whole way with them and they're talking mm. about whatever the mundane or whatever the thing is. Like it just has to keep going. It's nice. so well done. It, it is, it's phenomenal. It is everything I, I hoped it was going to be. It was, it was wonderful. It, it it was it was great, it was great. Sweet. Um, very little action, very little action. Really, in it. only a handful of action scenes, but they're they're perfect. They're perfectly placed. The 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 pacing of the movie is perfect. Um. Yeah, it it's 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 a masterpiece, and every 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 top everything you could uh, to ask. Like, there's nothing there's nothing that's not amazing. Everything's nice. great. The score, the score is great. The score is a little manipulative at some parts, but it, it doesn't bother me. I, I I prefer that some a lot of times. Um, yeah, I'd rather that than like non-existent. Yeah, score is great. The actors are phenomenal. These two guys who I'd never seen before. These two, these two. I know guys. one of them's from Game of Thrones, but I don't know the okay. other one. Okay. Yeah, I I didn't see either of them, but they're both phenomenal. Um, there there's just so many cameos from famous British actors. That I do know. Yeah. I mean, Colin Firth. And then uh, what's his name? Cumberbatch. From, yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch, Mark Strong, um, Andrew Scott. And then uh, who? What? 
uh, Mort- uh Mortiardi. Yeah, yeah, that's Mortiardi. who I couldn't remember the name. Yeah, and him. There's yeah. like several of these guys that just appear, and they're only in like one little part, you know, or one scene or something, and they're and it's just cool. great because you're like, oh, there he is. But they don't take away from it. Like it's about these other guys, and uh, you know, these these they don't take away from them. So it's everything. It's just there's no I can't I couldn't tell you something that the movie could have done better. I really, really couldn't. So. Nice. Uh, yeah, so that was great. Um, but that's it. Those are the only things that I saw other than, other than movie swap for this week. So well, those are solid. Uh, I also saw two, uh, both on Sunday because yeah, I've had no time this week. Um, both horror movies. Interesting. Um, I finally saw it chapter two. Okay. Uh, and what do you think? Two. Disappointing, right? Uh, I mean, not terribly. Like it's not... fine. It's fine. Yeah, but it's exactly. nowhere near as good as the first one. No, no, nowhere near as good as the first one. And they I think show just... way too much of the kids. Yeah, that's they do. That's the biggest I mean, they... flaw of the movie. Yeah, it's like that's the whole point of the first movie. Right. I, like, I got my fix of them. I'm good. I, and and that's the best part of this movie is the adult actors who play the kids. Like, it's perfect yeah. casting. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so it's it's annoying when they kept going back. It's like, no, 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 I've, I've had it. And it made like, it I'm take good. longer. It was too long. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, granted, it's such a hard book to adapt anyway. Oh, sure, I mean, sure, sure. I, but like, you have two like, movies. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and like, I, even though it was a long movie, I, I wasn't like, Oh God, hurry up already. Cause you yeah, know, it, yeah, yeah. it constantly moves. Um, it's just a tricky thing to tackle all together. The, the timelines and how big of a freaking book it is. But no, I mean, um, I can't like nothing really sticks out immediately as like, Oh, this was so wrong. And he, there was some bad humor that, that again, and like kind of like Marvel movies just came at inappropriate times and kind of deflated any, tension and there was, there was that one random musical scene where uh yeah it was strange uh just call me angel comes on when the the zombie like throws up in his mouth like, yeah yeah like, that was that was weird that was so random but it was, there was a random moment like that in the first one but um but now like I, I again like the the part i love is is all the adult actors obviously my crush uh jessica chastain is great uh james yeah. mcavoy is always good yeah um bill Hader is great of course um <laughs> yeah but it, but uh, I really like the guy who played uh, Ben, um, older Ben, and I, I liked when him and uh, Beverly finally got together. I was, you know, a nice little moment. But yeah, it was fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't, can't, yeah, yeah. Can't, you know, don't think I'll ever watch it again. But you know, no, no big deal. Yeah, I've rewatched the first one several times, and I have not rewatched the second one, and probably won't. Yeah, I mean, um, it's just it's unfortunate, but yeah, it is what true. it is. And then the other movie I saw was a uh, Midsummer with your girl. Okay, nice. Yeah, so we've I think we've watched like all of her films that she's been in yeah, this year. Yeah, I do. Like, I, yeah, I still need to see that. Which has been in four. Yeah, I'll be curious to hear your thoughts because uh, I'm familiar with the director Ari Aster, who did a uh, Hereditary a few years before. Uh, he's definitely got a style, and it's unique to say the least. Um, I didn't love the movie, but I, I love. I would love to get more movies like this. Yeah, um, especially in the horror genre because I hate demon possession. Other than like the classics, like you know, sure. Exorcist and. Um, older guys but I, I hate the modern ones where it's some chick who's just you know contorting her body and people go flying into the wall and there are demons in the house like i just uh like to me the the big thing about like horror that really immerses me and makes me afraid is the setting if mm-hmm. it's like just a modern day when they're like in a like your typical california neighborhood to me like all this tension is gone because i'm just like all right take out your phone okay go to the neighbor okay run out <laughs> into the street like there's so many things you can do to like that kind of, you know, get rid of any tension. Whereas, like, if you set a movie perfectly, like, The Shining or The Witch in, like, these remote locations, it's so much more effective. But, um, yeah. no, it's a, it's a really interesting movie. Um, 
it's way too long it's two and a half hours and yeah. you definitely feel the runtime um but uh florence Pugh is incredible i mean maybe the best i mean great i haven't seen little women but maybe her best this year um because she steals a whole movie um the opening scene is my god like i literally watched it and i wasn't sure i'd be able to make it for the rest of the movie it just, <laughs> and like i'm like i'm not even kidding it hit me that hard um there's a thing with her family where her sister uh they mentioned is like suffering from bipolar disorder and has all these mental issues and uh she sends florence Pugh like this kind of alarming text or whatever and like you know florence is like trying Don't to get spoil it I'm not going to spoil it, but yeah, she's like trying to get a hold of her and she can't. So she's freaking out. And like what this movie like gets so well is like the emotional side of all of it. Cause she, uh, she has this boyfriend who's played by, uh, I think not Jack O'Connell, some other up and coming like British actor or whatever. But, um, sure. but he's really good because he's a douchebag, but he's not like the over the top, like abusive, like eighties douchebag boyfriend. He's like the perfect scumbag where he doesn't want to be in a relationship, but he doesn't want to be single. Because being single is lame, and even though he hates his girlfriend, he just wants to sleep with other chicks. It's like he's a terrible boyfriend, but he's not an asshole. Like it's perfect the way they do it. Like the writing yeah. is so good, and, and Florence is so good because she's like codependent on him, and like she's always apologizing even though she shouldn't. Like it's really well done, and and, and all the credit goes to the acting and the the writing. But now there's there's an opening shot of the movie that truly haunts me, and like that was like <laughs> I was like, dude, I don't know if the whole movie's gonna be like this. I don't know if I can make it. And sadly, it isn't. Uh, there's a lot of like horrific stuff, and like when when that happens, it's like truly like holy crap. Like I mean, I was audibly like gasping and stuff. But um, unfortunately, it's a little bit too uh, far and few in between. Um, there's it, it kind of a lot of redundancy because the whole story. You know, they go to a this kind of weird commune in uh, right. Sweden, and uh, there's j- just a bit too much of like, oh look how weird they are, and look at all their customs, and look how uncomfortable it is. Because like it's effective, you're you're already uncomfortable pretty much as soon as you get there, and it's like they just kind of bait you for a little bit too long. It's like I get it, I don't like these people, I'm creeped out. Like get to what it's been leading to. Yeah. And um, even though the crescendo is very like holy crap, you know this is this is crazy. It just takes a little bit too long to get there. But um, but you know, I I'd be curious to see your thoughts, and it's definitely an interesting watch. Yeah, yeah, I'll get to it at some point. Um, I don't know when. I'll see it at some but, point. But, uh, yeah, if you're ever in the, mu- in the mood to uh, hate yourself or be completely <laughs> depressed, that's the thing. <laughs> okay, well, uh, uh, f- fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, fair warning. All right, well, now it's time to uh, get on a movie swap. So I watched The Hurt Locker, which fits because watched a bunch of war movies this week. Or okay, rewatched you gotta, a bunch gotta of stop war movies this week. This. You gotta stop doing this thing where I give you a movie to watch and then you go and see a movie like in the same genre that's like infinitely better and therefore like the movie I pick has to follow that movie. Like you gotta stop doing this. It came out, Ian. <sighs> I wasn't gonna yeah. wait to see 1917 to when I wasn't guess, thinking about the Hurt Locker. I guess it's my timing. It is. Um, yeah. So I watched Hurt Locker. I hadn't seen it. Um. But I also watched 1917, and then it immediately made me want to rewatch Dunkirk because yeah, I yeah, hadn't seen similar. I hadn't seen Dunkirk since the theater, and I remember being like, "Oh, that was you know really good," but I didn't really rewatch it. And then on the Rewatchables podcast from Bill Simmons Podcast Network, uh, they had Quentin Tarantino on this week, and they did oh. three movies with him. They did Unstoppable, which I still haven't seen yet. Which everyone says is a great movie, but I haven't seen it yet. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, or Unbreakable? No, Unstoppable with 
uh, Chris Pine and Denzel Washington. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. It's um, fine. Okay. Everything I've every one who I've heard talk about it loves it. But um, so they did that, and then they did Dunkirk, and then they did I forgot the other one they did. It was a movie I'd never heard of. Um, but they did Dunkirk, and Quentin Tarantino says it's by far Christopher Nolan's best movie. Um, it's it's his masterpiece movie. Yeah, I, mean, I love it. Yeah. And he just went through all these things on how impressive the making is, and you know the three different timelines all happening at the same time, and. You know, just so many things. It's a really fun listen. I, I would I would recommend listening to yeah. uh, that episode cool. of the Rewatchables where they're talking about Dunkirk with Quentin Tarantino. Um, and so I was like, man, I I think I've been sleeping on that movie a little bit, so I needed to rewatch it. And yeah, it's I mean I remember liking it a lot, but it, it's it's uh it was much better than I remember giving it credit for. It's really good. And I bumped it up a few spots on my Nolan ranking of movies as well. Nice. So. Uh, that was great, and then um, and then I watched Hurt Locker the next day after that. So watch b- a okay. bunch of war movies in different time periods, all yeah, uh, cool. all kind of roast. So that was kind of cool, actually. Um, no, I I, I liked this movie. I, I I liked it. I liked it more than I thought I was going to. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's just I hadn't seen it just because. I don't know. It just, I I always heard it was overrated and it was like. I always heard there was like annoying political undertones of it and stuff like not that. Really. And so I just kind of forgot about it. Yeah. Yeah, there's not really. Um, I didn't really get that from watching it. Oh. Obviously, I love Jeremy Renner. He's one of, of my favorites. So he's just so much fun to watch in that. And then yeah. it's it's great seeing Anthony Mackie in something pre-Marvel. Right. It's always fun where it's like, oh, yeah, Anthony Mackie was doing stuff really beforehand, good. of course, and he's phenomenal yeah. in it. And then yeah. um, the other guy I did not know at all. Yeah, um, Brian something. Gar- uh, Gary. Garrity. Yeah. I'd, nev- I'd never seen that guy in anything, but I thought I've he, I thought he was good. I thought he yeah, was good fine. in that. A lot of cameos. Um, I knew uh, at the beginning when uh, Guy Pierce was in it, I was right. like, Oh, he must be about to die because I had no well, idea he was in this movie. <laughs> yeah, big actor. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah, like if if a guy that big I didn't know was in this movie, he yep. must be about to die. So that was that was kind of funny. But um, no, no, I enjoyed it. It was interesting co- to where it was a movie with no plot. Not really. Um, so that's always interesting to see. Uh, I'm not. Oftentimes, it's not my favorite type of movie. But obviously right. there are exceptions like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and stuff like that. But but I thought this did it well because it was just this is kind of the life of a soldier at this time period in this place in Iraq yeah. in the mid-2000s. And uh, I thought it captured that perfectly. The feel, the tension, the, you know, the anxiety and everything just of the life of a soldier when everything can be a bomb. Yeah. And I thought it captured that perfectly. Now, I... Don't know what's realistic or not, really, because <laughs> right. I have not been in the military. So that I know you were saying how it's completely unrealistic. And I, I, I could kind of get that in some stuff, but it didn't sure. really stick out to me like I'm sure it would for you. Um, I, I have to ask this. How protective are those bomb suits? Uh, they're pretty protective. Uh, because I mean, Guy depends. Pierce dies right at the beginning, and then like mm-hmm. there's a bunch more explosions with him, and the and they're they're fine. So I couldn't yeah, figure I mean, out how protective that actually was. It, it all depends on the bomb and how close you are. So that thing will protect like, you. Like I thought, against... Jeremy Renner was pretty close at the end. 
Yeah, but I mean, it, again, it, it depends on what type of explosive they're using. So sure. there are two th- there are two things that kill you with explosive: either the shrapnel or the actual impact, um, like the impact. Yeah. yeah, and so the suit will protect you against a lot of shrapnel, but if you've got a significant enough impact, like the one that kills Guy Pierce, right, doesn't matter. And, and also, uh, I guess at the beginning it's an IED, and the other time it's like a uh, yeah, so the, it's like yeah, that, it's like C four or something. Yeah, so like a, an artillery shell, which is u- usually what they use for an IED, is going to have a lot more blast than right. I think the little bit of like plastic explosive they had on the the guy at the end. Sure, sure. So yeah, so that makes sense. But I was yeah. kind of wondering like how, because even at one point Jeremy Renner just that, that was great when they see like the trunk full of like six oh, of the yeah. IEDs, and he's just like goes over and starts taking this. It's like, what are you doing? He's like, dude, it doesn't even matter. There's like, there's like six of these in here. That's not going to yeah. do anything to, to me. To me, the coolest shot and one of the most nerve wracking shots ever, like when I first saw it is when, you know, he's following the wire and he finds like the, the joint and he just mm-hmm. starts pulling it. And like the six. Oh, that was shells. awesome. It's, I mean, the best part of the movie is, is Catherine Bigelow's directing. Like it, it just immerses you so well. Yeah, like when they're out fighting a sniper and they're just like, you can tell like they're in the heat and just in the sand. It's like, especially when you know that feeling mm-hmm. of like just, you can't move and sweat is just pouring down you. Like the directing is flawless, but yeah, I mean, even though it's completely fake, like a lot of the army, you know, customs and stuff they do and protocols, I still love it as a movie. Yeah, sure. Sure. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. That scene was great. Although I thought it was so interesting where all the tension is after the guy's already dead. Yeah. Like yeah, that's, that's so weird. Cause that's not, that's not the way movies work, but, but like you could totally know, get how yeah. that would be the way it is. Cause you don't, they don't know. So they're just sitting there waiting to see if anyone else is there and, yeah. uh, you know, for hours or however long it is. That's how it works. Yeah. And so that was, yeah, that was, that was so well done. Um, yeah. all the, the, I, the chemistry between the actors was flawless. Yeah. Um, I thought it was perfect. And obviously just that, the, the Jeremy Renner just, I mean, he, as amazing as he is, he kind of can he he has his his niche of character, and mm. I mean that's it's it's this in this movie yeah. that that Alan. is his in different variations. That's right. his niche of character, um, some sort of white trash hotshot. Yeah, hotshot. Yeah, cocky for sure. <laughs> that, that that's pretty much what it is. Um, so, that's why I like Wick River so much because it's a little bit different for him, yeah. a little more subdued. Yeah, a little. Yeah, it is. It is a little bit more subdued than this or the town or some of those other roles that yeah, it plays sure. so well. Um, but yeah, no, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I was okay. definitely glad to have watched it. Cool. So uh, this movie came out in 2008. Obviously, won a bunch of Academy Awards, won Best, Best Picture. Picture that year. Um, yeah. Had a budget of only 15 million dollars. Crazy. It only made a hundred and forty-five thousand dollars its opening weekend. Wow! It only made seventeen million in the U.S. Yeah, and it only made it made under fifty million worldwide, hmm. which is surprising. I, I was well, I was pretty surprised. And also, movies that take place in in the modern wars like Iraq or Afghanistan, they they always tend to not do well because they're such like a political hot topic. So yeah, it, it's really it's really tough for for movies like, and that's why like people just assume it had like political like undertones right. even though this movie really didn't it yeah, straight away from really, all that no. people just assume that if you're dealing with iraq or afghanistan you know such controversial topics to begin with like it's gonna be propaganda sure uh it's got a 3.7 on letterboxd it's got a 7.6 on imdb 97 percent critic rating on rotten tomatoes 84 uh, percent audience score 
on nice. Rotten Tomatoes. So, all right, that is Hurt Locker. And so Ian watched one of the all-time classics, Alfred Hitchcock's Vertigo. And uh, Ian, I'm curious to hear your take on this. Uh, well, I got a hot take on this one. Um, mm. To be honest, I didn't love it. Mm-hmm. Um, no, like, no, no, no. That's fair. Like all, like the so far, all of the like the the kind of AFI top 100 type of classic movies you've recommended to me have all been perfect. Like you know, perfect battings. Where it's like, okay, not only do I see why these movies are so well received, I agree with them. This wasn't the case. Uh, even though I, I I love Hitchcock of, of the little I've seen, I just I didn't like this one. Now there will be a, a take that I think you'll have some issue with. Um, I don't love Jamie Stewart. Um, I just his his wait, voice wait. kind of what what's his name? Well, J- James or Jimmy Stewart. You said Jamie. I said Jimmy. Oh, I heard Jamie. Okay, uh, fair yeah, enough, fair Jimmy enough, Stewart, James, whichever you call it. Um, I mean, he's like it sucks because he's in so many iconic movies and stuff, and like I know he's great, but I just I I have a hard time, especially with him, like as the hero and like the love interest. It's like just I don't know. His voice is so weird it, it takes me out of it but um, i i love him but i know you do that's why i was hesitant to bring it up but no but uh, no honest. but that's fair because i don't like this movie as much as as everyone else I does saw. either yeah um i i think this is i think this is a amazing movie every again everything about it is done perfectly i just don't and i i do really like this movie i just don't quite like it as much as everyone you know as everyone else does Hmm. Um, and it's, it's definitely one I've liked more the, I've seen, like, I remember watching for the first time for class and I really didn't like it all that much. And I've liked it a little bit more the couple of times I've watched it after that again, hmm. just cause there's so much to pick up on because every shot is just a masterpiece of, oh, it's beautiful. of a shot, everything about yeah. like every, this is the perfect movie. And again, this is why we studied it in film school. Every sure. shot, like every single thing in the shot furthers the story in some way. Like the easel, the the drapes, like every single thing is important and furthers the story. Like the coloring, everything about Definitely it. Definitely the coloring, for sure. So, yeah. um, I mean, no, I get, like, just a master class and just the, the actual art and skill of filmmaking it doesn't get really much better than this. Story-wise, it's not necessarily my favorite thing. I think it's impressive yeah. because I think the twist at the end is interesting. Yeah, I didn't um, see it coming. Right, so I respect that. But yeah, it's just ultimately, I just don't think the story's as intriguing as other people do. But that's, I, I that's still think I still think I I would I still think it's a masterpiece of film. It's film just maybe you know it's just not quite my favorite but like i like it way more than citizen kane yeah i can see that um yeah i i, I should definitely i definitely want to like learn more about it and like you know see some interesting videos about like the filmmaking because i feel like i would appreciate a lot more this is I, one like, i would definitely watch like behind the scenes stuff on yeah i'll definitely do that it's I mean, fascinating like, i mean I'll, I'll do that with like all of hitchcock's movies but um because i think that would help a lot because yeah that was the biggest problem for me is that one i didn't really i wasn't too like interested in the mystery about like, cause I, I mean, nothing happens the first hour other than the first scene. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously the first scene is where you have the cop who fr- freaking falls to his death pretty right. horrifically. And again, it's filmed so well that you, it's such a great scene, but like literally after that, nothing happens. I mean, yeah, like that's true. it's just him with a uh, midge. I think is her name. 
and then um you know him getting the assignment to, to spy on um what's her face the wife and it's like literally yeah it, I, I like i timed it like she jumps into the the san francisco bay african like an hour and that's mm-hmm. like the first time anything happens and yeah, like, that it's was a very slow movie Oh yeah, very slow, and I, I don't mind that most of the time. But um, I just really felt that in this one, and I just, I don't know, I just didn't feel a whole lot for this romance. Um, yeah, I don't mind, I don't mind romances in, in movie. I, in fact, a, a lot of times I prefer them. But this one, I just wasn't feeling it. Um, but yeah, the, like the twist is great. Like I mean, like I mean, to his credit, for the longest, pretty much a whole movie, I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> and it was yeah, like, it is very confusing. And then, yeah. and then it, but then it all snaps into place all at once. Yeah, and and, and Hitchcock is great at that. He does not hold your hand. He nope. he lets he 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 gives you everything you need, but he doesn't you know put a spotlight on it. And because I I hate it when movies hold your hand and you know yeah. some character has a line of exposition. It's like, oh, make sure you remember this. And it's like, okay, I thank you. But, I'm telling um, you, that's another reason why it's a good movie to watch more than just the first time. I, I totally believe that. So yeah, I'll, I'll definitely either be rewatching the movie itself, if not definitely rewatching like people's takes and yeah. like uh, video essays about it. Because yeah, I can definitely see where it'd be rich for that stuff. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, I definitely want, but yeah, now I definitely want to see more of Hitchcock's movies for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, this movie came out in 1958. Um, it. Let's see. It was made for around just about two and a half million dollars, um, and it made just under eight million dollars at the uh, worldwide box office. So very successful movie. I know. For, I, uh, I, remember, I remember reading like it was first like critics didn't like it at first, um, apparently, and then like now it's of course considered one of the greatest movies of all time. So it's interesting. Yeah, it was nominated for two Oscars, and they were best sound and best art direction. And like set oh, yeah, direction, yeah. So Hitchcock yeah, it it did not. Yeah, it did not get Hitchcock at all. Was not oh, nope. given any credit at the time, which just is just My that. That's fascinating to me. Yeah, that he was so not appreciated. Um, I mean, for for a long time. I mean, like he was, he he was obviously like he was nominated for several directing you know, for several directing things kind of early on, but yeah, yeah, it de- definitely not as much as, uh, as he, he deserved. So movie has a three po- or a, no, uh, what was it? Uh, no, that was the other one. Oh, okay. Yeah. It has a four, 4.2 on letterbox. It's got a 95% critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes and 93% audience score on, uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. So, very yeah, successful you... movie, and it's of course ranked number nine on AFI's top hundred, um, hundred movies. Sure. Um, their most updated list, which I think was from like two thousand and seven. I don't. Yeah. I don't remember, but anyway, um, I think, Ian, I think you've now seen all of the top ten movies except for one, which Citizen is on. Kane. You haven't seen Citizen Kane? No, not the whole thing. Dang it, Ian, I gotta redo my list now. Oh. Okay, so there's two movies you haven't seen then. Okay. You haven't seen that and you haven't seen Gone with the Wind, so Gone Not Yeah, Gone with the Wind, yeah. Those are both on the on the list now at some point. But anyway, now it's time to pick next movies, uh, for movie swap. Don't worry, Ian, I'm not giving you Gone with the Wind yet. Um That's okay. I'll, I'll it's it will come at some point, but I'm not dreading it. Not yet, but, yeah. not yet. But this, what what I'm gonna get you to watch, you're gonna watch a comedy. We're gonna go 
Okay. Way different from where you just were. And you're going to watch one of my favorite comedies of all time. Um, and <laughs> one of the best just partnerships in any comedy movie. Mm. You're going to watch Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Michael Caine and Steve Martin. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. And it is awesome. phenomenal. Absolutely Man, love- amazing. It's a second buddy comedy Steve Martin movie I've gotten you to watch now. Yeah, yeah. Um, And this is far better than Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh, wow. This is this is top top ten comedies probably of all time for me. And um, it is, it's great. So I, I can't believe you haven't seen this one yet. Uh, I feel like oh, this awesome. is a movie your dad would have liked. Yeah, man, so I'm surprised. I'm surprised that uh, you haven't seen it. So we're remedying that this week. Okay. God, this is hard because I don't know what to get or get for you. I don't know what to have you watch. Huh. Let's see. I'm trying to think if I could give you some options. Better not pick. suck. Now, of course, I don't have anything here that sucks. At least, <laughs> although you're weird. So I wouldn't put out a question. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think. Maybe you shot. Uh, you know what? You know what? Screw it. We're going to, we're going to, I know what we're going to do. All right. You're going to watch a movie that I know you've been kind of dreading because you, because you don't, (laughs) neither of us like the director, but believe me when I say that this is actually not only my favorite movie of his, but actually a genuinely good movie. Fine. I'll watch Uh, 300. You're going to watch 300. Uh, it's, I mean, it's 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 what it, it might be the most incredible story of all time. The real story. Oh of, yeah, the story's amazing. I mean, granted, I mean, and this is obviously based off Frank Miller's graphic novel. Sure. Uh, which is why it's good because it's literally Zack Snyder taking it panel from panel. Like he didn't write it, he didn't come up with anything creatively. It's literally just him to, like converting the images for mm-hmm. the panels to, which is he's great at. I uh, yeah, I love Watchmen. Yeah. And, and, I, and I think you'll really like this because it's simple. It's only like 90 minutes. It's a really short movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's one of those movies where it's cool because it, it started a whole phenomenon. It's not a lot of 90 movies... minutes. It's 117. It's two hours long. Really? Oh, it flies by. <laughs> yeah, 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 I yeah. that's fine. That's fine. But no, it, it flies by. And it's, it's a really cool movie because it's obviously got this really uh, like um, famous visual style. But it was kind of done from necessity where it had a really low budget at least for the type of story that this would require, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it, again, it was, wasn't just like a gimmick of like, Oh, let's just make it weird and comic booky. Like, it's like, no, it's like, if we want to do the story, we all, we all have money for thousands of extras, like a movie like Troy, you know? So, right. um, but it's really cool. Gerard Butler, the, the Spartans are awesome. Lena Headey, uh, is a wife, Queen Gorgo. She's great and badass. Um, yeah, really good cast. Uh, great action. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting. I'll, I'll be curious to see what you think. Yeah, no, it's definitely one I I need to see. I just haven't seen it. I I think you'll like it. I it's again, it's my favorite movie of his. Fair enough. Oh, it also has Lena um Heedy in it. So that's what I was saying. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Okay. All right. So that's that's what we're doing for movie swap. I'm watching 300. Ian's watching Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. <laughs>